Hello, producer Matt. Hi, how are you? I'm good. You were telling me something pretty exciting, and I thought it would be an interesting uh, thing to tell the listeners who are listening right now. Yes. Um, well, the news is if you actually don't want to hear from me again mm. in this context with ads, all you have to do is join the Patreon and you can get an ad-free office hours experience. So right now, there's rubes listening who are not paying, but they're listening to ads after ads. Yeah, such as this. They're I don't listen to the ads. Time. I don't pay attention to that aspect of the show. Yeah, but you're well, telling me there are ads in in this podcast. Oh, the whoever's hearing this right now, their experience of office hours is littered with ads. Yuck. So, but you want to listen to it ad free? Where do you do? What do you do? You just go to patreon.com slash office hours live. What's that going to cost me? Hundreds of dollars? Oh, not even close. Not even for $55, you can get a whole year of office hours entertainment. $55. What that's, well, that's uh, how much you can, you can do it for $5 a month, correct? If you're a fool. Right. (laughs) You would pay. You'd pay $60 for a year at right. $5 a month. Dripping dripping the money in every week. Yeah, like a fool. Or you can just want, you know, cut your check. Sign up for the year because we're not going anywhere. No, we'll be right here. And if you pay, then you don't have to hear this kind of junk anymore. Ad free for patron subscribers. That's big. No. Let's lock the gates and start the show. I like having fun. Yeah. All right. Get on the tube. Get on the tube. Come on. Hey. One. Are we good? I can barely hear myself. All right. We have major, major last minute uh, issues here. I don't want to spend too much time on it, but I do want to acknowledge it. Not that we, I, I got to tell you, every time this, every time this happens, what happens is this. We're all ready to go. I make the stupid mistake of saying, you know what? This is nice and, I love it. It's nice and smooth. We actually, we're all just kind of lazing around. Everything was set. We did our discussion about the show, having some laughs. Yeah, this is going, this is smooth. Matt says, that's the way I like it, boss. <laughs> And then all sh- everything went to hell. Matt, very quickly, Fix just talk th- talk me through what happened. Where was the fail? Uh, what, what was the point of failure? We're, as almost as if we're the N- the uh, the NTSC. No, what is it? The people that investigate airline crashes. What are they called? NT the national a- AVA. No, no. Come on. I, I don't but, know is the answer. I have no <laughs> idea. We'll be investigating. And there was some issue with Restream, is that correct? It seems to be Restream. It was a total failure. It's a shit show. And But it was not human error necessarily. We're, Mer- we'll get to the bottom of that. Mercury is in uh, Gatorade. <laughs> <laughs> Doug, welcome to the show. Thanks for Thank being here. Too. The audience loves you. You're a fan favorite. Um, and Vic as well is with us today. The Trinity has assembled once again on this Thursday morning. Uh, January 28th, 2021. 
Thank you, ladies and gentlemen. Boys, you're quiet as a mouse back there with you. You're stunned. <laughs> we were, you're stunned. Yeah, we were you're stunned into submission. Then, yeah, we were amped up. You're so I had excited. My, I had all my drops in order in my <laughs> head. Just back there, like, I, yeah, I'm cold. shaking. Yeah. You don't know I, what's going I, on. Yeah. Go oh, ahead. Wait, I had mine on silent. There we go. Someone told me long there we go. Ago, go, go. <laughs> Very Have good. you ever got your uh, <laughs> CCR? It's all Cretans today. ISO. Yeah. Well, let's just talk through the show. We apologies, we are starting late, but I'm gonna go until what? We'll go. We'll go. Our, we'll do our full show. And of course, we got nowhere to go. Um, <laughs> we've got Derek Delgadio, somebody very funny in the audience in the Zoom chat as things were not working well. <clears throat> says they've got Derek Delgadio, but they should have gotten Derek Del Video. <laughs> I want to acknowledge whoever that was. Who said that? Who in the chat said that? I can't see you. We'll acknowledge you with a $500,000 gift, $500, gift certificate to Three Stooges Coffee, which I'm drinking this morning and keeping me uh, up. And I want to say I, I, my rageaholic tendencies did not. I sat here. I just focused. I, I breathed. I did snap at Vic once. Because <laughs> everybody's chiming in with questions. Is it... Uh, what did you say? I don't know. I just, is, oh, is it live now? Or, you know, I, well, I saw I just, said, just shut there yeah. working on it. Well, my end said breathed. it was live, so I was I know, to confirm it. It doesn't help. Yeah. Just let Vic... Because poor Wes and Matt, are in the, I, they're just... They're, you know, the stress on them. It's all on them. Right. They don't need no sideline quarterback. We're like, did you unplug it and plug Uh, it back in? (laughs) Uh, So Derek Delgadio, uh, just a genius. Uh, uh, His his new special film, I don't know what you want to call it. I guess you call it a film. Uh, in an, in and of itself on Hulu right now. It's almost a documentary more. I don't know. Oh, okay. Right. That's right. Because like the crowd is, you know. Uh huh. It's like a concert film. Yeah. We'll we'll discuss it with you. People like Vic. This weekend, quick plugs here. This weekend, Mr. America uh, screening and Q and A worldwide screening. People are confused by this. Mr. America has never screened outside of the United States of America for various reasons. So we are showing it Sunday afternoon UK time, 8 p.m. It's you can buy tickets at mrmerica.com slash eventive.com e-v-e-n-t-i-v-e.com link in the description link in the description and I I just I can't emphasize this enough gang we are looking at the new year fully independent financing and funding for on cinema all things on cinema one of the one of the first ways that we're going to start building that war chest is through this kind of event this screening it's 10 bucks or you can get a, a higher level and buy a dvd build get a personalized wall. all sorts of shit build like that, that wall. so that's a great way people say what, is that what, what, what are you gonna do why don't you do more of that well i pay people to do work i am an entrepreneur a small business owner you dumb we bastard. need we don't have adult swim who's too busy making rick and morty pins pig fuck Okay, they don't want to fund it anymore. <laughs> whatever they're doing, whatever they're interested in now, who knows? I don't have I don't have ideas about cartoons where people fly around in space. That's not where my creativity lies. That's not the heart of my creativity. My stuff is niche. <laughs> it's not for everybody. 
That's why you're so special. That's why we need you. We need you supporting the Patreon here, Office Hours Live. And by the way, the benefits of this Patreon are no, no bounds. And all I can direct you to is say, last Friday, we did game night. We sat right in this room. We goofed for four hours, folks. And the only people that got to experience that were you, the patron members. And who can make me laugh? Here's the other thing. We're, we got so high off that. I started to, I powdered that night and I've been smoking it. <laughs> I got so high off game night. That I said, boys, we got to do this again. I looked at the calendar. I said, what makes sense? Big football game coming up. It's called the Super Bowl, ladies and gentlemen. It is the game that defines who is the greatest football player in America. <laughs> so we're going to do a patrons-only Super Bowl Super Bowl party party down here. So join us there. That's what the that's what I've never seen that. What they picked the best player. That's right. <laughs> Like a pageant. It's too dangerous to play the game anymore. Right. So they just come out, and you have to explain yourself. You have to explain <laughs> your stats, and how many touchdowns you got. Each guy gets to run down the thing and catch the ball. That's right. Mm-hmm. It's it's like a heat, like an exhibition. Heats. Exhibition. That was like the coolest, like dancing too. I thought. There's some dancing. There's some shuffling. Some shuffling. <laughs> uh, there's a rap contest. It's a lot of fun. And a band I've never heard of called The Weekend will be playing the. <laughs> the uh, Super Bowl halftime. Back in my day, you had Tom Petty, you had Bruce Springsteen, Mariah Carey, uh, Bob Dylan. <laughs> I swear, one day, if they get Bob Dylan to do the Super Bowl halftime show, that would be the greatest thing to ever happen. That audience will be gobsmacked. Their jaws will be on the floor. The hell is this? Anyways, um... That's all I have for now. Matt, did I miss anything? There's any any merchandising news? Uh, slaps, bops, and bangers cassettes are starting to ship tomorrow. Good. Or to yours. Officehourslive.bandcamp.com. Very good. Uh, the question of the day, I want to just get the Zoomers to chime in on this. What is something that you loved maybe as a kid or as a, a younger person and now look back and go, this does not hold up? Who are you? There's also a question you could be asking. <laughs> Who the fuck are you? Think you you know what you're doing here? Who the fuck are you? <laughs> Doug, how long have you had the "Who Are You" sample? It's got to be 15 years gone now. It's one of my first samples ever. I know. <laughs> I'm just trying to get to that first line. I forgot about it. It's the love. This this Walk the original. Up in a Soho doorway. <laughs> Walk up in a soho doorway. I walk up in a soho doorway. I walk up in a soho doorway. Policeman knew my name. He said you can't hang it. What did, he, what did the policeman say? You can go sleep at home tonight if you can get up and walk away. <laughs> you can go so you can go home. You can go and sleep at home. What is it? It's not a great deal. He wakes up in the doorway, and then the cops. You can go home and sleep at night if. So if he if he doesn't get up and walk away, if he can't walk away, he's taking him in. Is that what it is? He's giving him a pass. If he can get up and walk away, he can go home and sleep. Go home, but. But who the fuck are you? I love when they get to that part (laughs) because. 
I love on classic rock radio growing up. They they wouldn't bleep. They wouldn't bleep that. Who the fuck are you? I'd be like, hey. yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's like kind of snuck. Same in for the the Stones. Uh, make a dead man come. That's still yeah, still in there. I got a rock trivia. Do you know which song has the word cunt in it? Cunt. Ooh. No, all I know is the outtake of "How Do You Sleep" from John Lennon. Oh, How a- do you sleep, you cunt? Rehumanize yourself by the police. He says you got your hands in the air with the what? other cunts. Oh, wow. well, there's a Apex was that Twin a song I think too. Might have got on the radio. Was that a, ra- a police radio show? A radio song? Radio friendly yeah. police? Song? Yeah. I was never a police fan. Oh, I love. We're so behind, though. We gotta jump in, don't we? I know. Well, we're not behind because we're just doing a regular show. Well, Derek, Derek is. is you know, that's fine. Still. Derek texted me and said he's he's here already. So he's hanging. Tim, you know, uh, I'm not rushing to get to Derek, okay? Roger, Everybody can chill out. Go ahead. We're what? talking about the who here, Matt. I, and we're talking about who I'm are you. I'm trying to talk about the who. That's what I'm saying. Let's show some respect to Doug. I think it would be funny to hear what Roger Daltrey would sound like if he's like at the bank or at a store. <laughs> and he still sounds like, like he talks regular. <laughs> or like Creedence. What's his name? Roger? Roger Creedence. John Fogarty. John Fogarty. Dan Fogarty. <laughs> Isn't his real name Roger? No. You're, You're thinking, thinking of Roger McGuinn. Dude, the bird right, guy. right, right. What if he sounded like that just all the time? <laughs> Give me an example. I wanted you to do that because oh, I think. Well, what's a, what would be some... open an account? Someone told me long Wait. ago. Wait. <laughs> <laughs> hey, sir, would you like to? <laughs> Hello, wake up, welcome to Bank of America. <laughs> I want to open an account. I want to put some money down. <laughs> I knew this would work. I got a buy checking account. Can you loan me a couple of bucks? Uh, sure. Can I get your debit card? And, uh, it's 225 and 139-17658. My uh, date of birth is 22762. And the uh, last four digits of your social? One, five, three, nine. <laughs> All right. I know. <laughs> Who don't you know? You know what I got caught watching last night? God. I got to show you this picture of me last night that my kid took. This is so disgusting. I'm a disgusting, <laughs> embarrassing, pathetic person. Uh I'm sitting there watching YouTube, watching the outtakes from We Are the World, because I started watching that one of Dylan where he's, you know what I'm talking about? Oh, there. <laughs> That's, my son took that, that asshole. But after my daughter had, she's like, I'm going to do your hair. So she, she, she starts combing my hair down. They're laughing at me, making fun of me. You and then like you're in the postal service or something. And then I look like Brian Wilson <laughs> in that like uh, Brian bedridden phase, you know. Anyways, I'm watching these outtakes of, uh, you know, the Dylan one where he's trying to sing that part in We Are the World? Oh, yeah. There's a choice we're making. And he can't figure it out. Mm -hmm. He, like, can't get it, which, you know, I get. It's kind of, if you're hearing it for the first time. But then I watched another one. It was Huey Lewis and uh, Cindy Lauper, Cindy Lauper, uh, doing another part of that song. And poor uh, Huey Lewis keeps going, like, flat when he's doing his part. Uh yeah, there's a choice for making, and he's really good, but he keeps blowing this one part, and it's uh, and then Cindy Lauper was so like, oh, are you hearing all my chains? Are you hearing all my necklaces? Oh boy, oh no! Everyone loves her, you know. Everyone's like, this, this, she's a hoot. 
This this woman's <laughs> hilarious. What a what a funny uh, person. I'm sorry, you bitch. Whoa, whoa, whoa! Yeah! <laughs> <laughs> whoa, whoa, whoa! She always comes in like that. She's like holding off the mic. And she, whoa, whoa, whoa! Yeah! <laughs> you f- you'll find that one. It's a lot of fun. I was reading about uh, like Stones and when Jagger went, uh, mm-hmm. he went solo. Uh-huh. I think it was like, f- was it the first aid concert? What was it called? Live Aid. Live Aid, first like, aid. He'd, he was like the second last to go <laughs> and with his solo thing. And then next comes out to close the show was Bob Dylan, but he had Keith Richards and Ronnie Wood. <laughs> but but like it was a disaster because on the way onto the stage, Dylan said, we're going to do these two songs. And they were like songs that they, none of nobody knew. <laughs> right. And it just like blew up and it's oh. just like a shit show. So Is I'd, there like, a video like, of I'd that? like to find footage of that. I don't know. Uh, I love it. Um, <laughs> Matt, did you say something about merch? I forgot. Did I cut you off? Oh, we yeah, we did that. Okay, Tim. I got nothing else on my. All right, well, we are back on schedule. If well, we got the city of the day. Let's do the city of the day. Is a new code. The city of the day. City of the day. Every week I say I want to get to more Zoomers, and here we are. Now it's still like backed up. City of the Day is brought to you by the Hickey Stick. Hey, dorks. Are you sick of being called a virgin? Well, you can convince everyone that you're desirable with real hickeys. Just attach the Hickey Stick to any car wash vacuum and hold the lifelike lips against your neck or anywhere else on your body that you'd like to attach a hickey to. The blood vessels will be sucked to the surface within seconds and a beautiful blemish will appear. And the hickey stick is great for getting out of hot water at the office. Next time you're late, just show your boss your purple neck. He'll understand, or she'll understand. It's even great for impressing your dad. Why wouldn't, who wouldn't want a son who's getting some some action? (laughs) Well, when my son turns 13, I'm taking him straight to... (laughs) When my son turns 13, I'm taking him straight to the car wash so he can start off his teen years cool. So go to myhickeystick.com and get people talking. All right. The city of the day is uh, Charlottesville, Virginia. Right now in Charlottesville, Virginia, there is a weather condition we can all appreciate. It's a high of 39 and a low of 21. Okay. If Derek is here, why don't we stay on schedule, uh, reasonably uh, on schedule, and I could bring on our star of the show. <laughs> Wait, who's that? Wait Smoking minute. and trucking. <clears throat> That's Gray Niner. Niner. Gray yeah, Niner. So since we've accidentally gone to you, we will we will say hello to you quickly. Uh, where? Wait, I gotta unmute. Uh, to Gray Niner, where are you at right now? Gray Niner, of course, as everyone knows, is our resident trucker. How Tr- you guys doing today? What's that? How does that song go? What is he? Who does he think he is? Dean Martin? Is that is that Bob Weir singing on that song? What do you know about that Gray Niner? Uh, I, I know uh, that they do not let truck drivers use cocaine anymore. I know that much. Down in Buffalo. Where are you at? I am in Aliquippa, Pennsylvania, broken down, waiting on repair. Oh, no. Oh, what happened? Yeah. Uh, just uh, <clears throat> engine troubles. Shit, man. 
Great yeah. Niner got engine troubles. Well, go get out there. Did you guys hear me before the, the during the technical difficulties? No, we uh, was opening we, we, for the show. No, we couldn't. But I like that idea. Well, you should have a Zoom opener. Yeah. Why don't you guys all self-nominate somebody to do that? And you guys, that could be a whole thing that I know nothing about. How about that? Yeah, like a warm-up, like a yeah. warm-up comic on those night night shows. So, uh, who's coming out to to uh, rescue your ass? Uh, I am already at the place. How do I flip my camera? I'm out here. Okay. Waiting for the mechanics to bring me into the shop. You probably love it, right? When you get a breakdown, you're like, nothing I can do yeah, about I it, get, boss. <laughs> Engine trouble. A little bit. You think some, uh, some, some, uh, mobbed up guys are going to come and hijack your truck ever? They're going to take the cigarettes off the back of your, uh, <laughs> out of your, what do you call that thing in the back? Cab? You, no. Sleeper. No, mm. I'm talking about in the actual, like, what you're hauling. The trailer. The trailer. Yeah, a guy come I'm up a with flatbed, a, so I ain't getting ever got cigarettes, but. Oh. Guy come up with a lunch, uh, like a paper bag with a gun in it. Get the fuck out of the truck! <laughs> Can we see what your, your bed looks like back there? Uh, it's such a mess right now. Fuck. Tidy up before office up. hours, okay. man. Hang on. Hang on. Give me Tidy two seconds. Tidy it up. Just okay. let us see it for the, for the real thing. Okay, fine. Here's my bed. Oh, I got, go. I got Fritos. Right. I got oh, my looks, banjo. That looks fucking nice, doesn't it? Doug, yeah, yeah, that come on. screen right wow. at your, feet of, your foot of your bed. Doug, that's your life right that's there. That's my television. I'm into it. Now, how are the lot lizards looking these days? <laughs> yeah. You ever you score some crank at the uh, no Love's clue. parking lot? Nope. <laughs> All right, great. Not me. Uh, do you have an answer to my question? Anything that you used to love that has not held up? Nope. All righty then. <laughs> Ten four. Can we get a See you, buddy. Honking? No. What? Yeah, don't I'll get you. Honk. There. Uh, <laughs> don't honk. I don't need to honk. I did it. Some guys. Some. <laughs> I got your honk, Green. Yeah, he's just sitting at the Parking repair store. The guy's like, "I'm coming." All right. <laughs> Come on. <laughs> did I ever tell you I want to do this prank show? Uh, I just want to do this prank show. And the Not only bad. thing that ever happens on the prank show is I go into uh, drive-thrus and honk. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like you go in and you're just like, like everybody else, you're just waiting. You know what's happening. And there's nothing particularly long going on. <laughs> everybody in that situation is like, what the fuck? Derek Delgadio, what do you think of that idea for a show? I thought you already made it. <laughs> no, I'm saying it's an idea that I want to do. It's a show. You, every week you tune in. It's just called Honkin' at the Drive-In. It's called Honked. <laughs> like punked? Honked. Honkin' at the Drive-In. <laughs> I, think, I think if anyone could get it made, it'd be you. No. You, people have this concept, misconception that I get things made. I got to tell you, nobody wants to do business with me. <laughs> what happened? <laughs> well, there's lots, of, there's lots of things that you don't need to know. Okay. Okay. How are you, my friend? Good, buddy. It's great to see you. It is good to see me. I understand that feeling. I can I can relate. Um, and it's good to see you. Fine to see me. It looks like you're in some kind of insurance office or something. You look very. Is that? It's like a professional seat behind you. No, I, my wife decorates. So. How is your wife? She's excellent. Vanessa says hello. Vanessa, I it would be wonderful to see you. Um, I'll tell you what. 
My producer, Matt, wrote me this weekend and said, have you guys seen In and of Itself? He was adamant. He said, I can't believe this thing. I sure, I, surely I had told you about it before, but I said, have I seen it? I was at the show. Opening night. First opening, one ever. Of course. Yeah. You know who's at that show in the opening night was uh, Robbie Robertson. <laughs> okay. From the band. I think, I think it was either that show or you had another show. Oh, yeah, yeah. I remember you made a big deal out of it that night. I didn't know who it was then either. <laughs> okay. Um, he was the lead. He was the, the main guy in the band. But anyways, um, I was there at opening night. Anyway. Had my mind blown. You then took the show to New York, and it ran on, would you say, off-Broadway? Off, huh? Off-off-Broadway. Off <laughs> and it was filmed, and then it's finally come out on, on Hulu. But there, it was not. It was hard for you to, to get it out, right? Or What was the process of getting this, this film out? It was really tough. I mean, no one wanted... You, you know how it is when no one wants to make your stuff. Yeah. Uh, you know, no... Yeah. Everything so, that's yeah. come out this uh, last year that you guys have seen, Moonbase, my stand-up special, my record, those were all things that were took forever to put out because most people didn't want to put it out. You make a good point. Yeah. I was in the same boat. No one really knew what it was or what the hell they were looking at, and they didn't really want to take a risk on it. So they, they didn't, they did, you know. So I started slowly filming it with friends like, ourselves uh and it took a year and a half basically to get someone to to step up to the plate and uh and thankfully they did and we got to put it out but you put it but frank oz directed it correct yeah frank and i yeah we 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 yes he directed the stage show he directed the stage show yeah and then we we pushed the boulder up the hill together at the end there do you want to hear my impression of frank oz directing yes Action! <laughs> that's not very nice. That's, that's good. I'll, I'll that. Please let him know. I'll let him know you're a fan. Yeah. <laughs> um, so the challenge with you, Derek. Oh, I know. It's like, what can you even say about what you do or what you've done? Should I go? Should I let myself out? No, absolutely not. Okay. What do you feel comfortable saying about what you do? Uh, whatever <laughs> you, you want. I mean, it's 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 odd. I mean, it's like it's a. I think you actually have more knowledge and insight into what it's like to talk about my work than you might think, because I know I know how difficult it is to talk about your work. Uh, yeah. You, you know, saying you're a comedian doesn't really describe it. Saying you're a musician doesn't really. I mean, right. I don't know what you are. Do <laughs> you know and. And what you do, but I know I just know Tim does what Tim does, and I feel like I do the same thing where I kind of try to just make what I make and hope people like it. Yeah, because I feel. Do you, <laughs> I, it was an accident. <laughs> do, do you? Because uh, you start. Would you say you started as a magician? Uh, of course. Yeah. Uh, yeah, yeah. I mean, that was that was that was that was the craft that I picked up and I learned. But uh, I'm, you know, around the time I met you, which was like a little, over a decade now. Yeah, two thousand eight or earlier yeah. than that. Yeah. That was when I started to, to to realize that maybe the craft and the you know the medium that I was working in wasn't necessarily what I it wasn't the right tools for the job I was trying to do and so right. I started to try to figure out how to use these things that I'd learned to to say other things or tell other stories, um, but yeah I started out as a sleight of hand artist. The challenge is like the sleight of hand stuff that you do the close up magic. Yeah. Or what do you, you, 
I feel I, I feel like words bec- are becoming so complicated because if I say the word magic, that becomes yeah. problematic for people or you or, but yeah. so but we all have these shorthands. Of that course, we, of course. Um, you know, seeing you at the Magic Castle ten years ago. Yeah. Uh, because I I had I sort of through some friends of mine, some, some mutual friends, started going to the Magic Castle as a thing to do, as like a like an, a recreational night out. Just very weird because you got to get yeah. dressed up in a suit, and you know, some of it's very corny, some of it's very you know laughably corny sometimes, but Much some better. some of it yeah, most <laughs> some of it's like. The most, some of the most beautiful things I've ever seen, sure. and you're one of the guys that when I saw you, you were doing close-up stuff, and it was just like better than anybody else, you know, um, that I that I knew of, except for that guy that was the except for the only guy that maybe tops you is that blind guy. Holy shit, that was some weird stuff. You know what I'm talking about? Yeah, sure. <laughs> there was a guy who was blind doing <laughs> card tricks. It's like, huh? Okay, Stevie Wonder, I get. This guy doesn't make any sense. I feel like I'm being... He wasn't blind. <laughs> he's blind, right, Derek? Uh, yeah, he's blind. Yeah. Anyways, um, you. Well, the thing I learned from you, I think, is that I didn't know anything about that world. You explained to me so much of what's going on there is uh, years and years and years and years of work. Mm-hmm. And heart, like pr- practice... Um, be, becoming like doing something over and over and over and over again, like to an to an insane degree. Would sure. you say that's true? Yeah, sure. Like with the mu- like we same with music. Yeah, not like no, not like that. I mean, unless you're Ingve Malstream or one of the who's the guy? Well, that's, Yngwie, that's yeah. the yeah. I mean, that's that, that's that. Yeah, I mean, for yes, to achieve virtuosity, yes, that, that is the type of practice I I was interested in was was that type of practice. Now, is it something that you have to keep up? Yeah, yeah, uh, yes. So you do it every day? No, I no, I haven't, I haven't touched a deck of cards since the show closed. <laughs> oh, <really? laughs> so you're you're losing? Are you? Do you think you're losing your edge? Do you think you could be losing your talents? Uh, I don't know. I mean, possibly. I'd have to. Uh, maybe it's possible. I, I, uh, but it, it is like riding a bike a little. It starts. I pick the cards up and start to feel them out again, and and it starts to come back to me. The scariest thing that you guys do, and other people do it, but you do it really well. Is mm-hmm. you you convince the audience that you're fucking up. Okay. Right. You do that thing where you're like, fuck, like, and I felt it in my stomach, like it's like a high wire, like this guy's gonna blow it, and it's yeah. it's all your, it's like the whole thing that you do, and you can't even do this. And Isn't that your entire stand-up act? That is my entire stand-up <laughs> act. Yes. It's very. You know what? I don't know. There might have been some inspiration from you in my stand-up act, where you feel like. I, I want to push the audience to the place where they're like, oh, no, this is not going well. And I don't know okay. if he knows how to get out of it. And I think he's going to actually have well, a nervous breakdown. That's that's a it's kind of a trope. It's kind of a trope in, in magic in the sense that there's not a lot of inherent drama in magic. Right. Uh, because usually, you know, that the guy's going to find the card or whatever it is they're going to do. Yeah. So a lot of times you have to engineer. Uh, drama and suspense in that like I don't know if, I don't know if this is gonna work yeah um, even though I'm you trying... know it would be insane if it didn't like right but it has to have happened to you in the past did it something happen where something legitimately didn't go the way it planned the way you planned sure yeah all the time the this last uh, the, the in and of itself well, I, I didn't I didn't have any of that I didn't 
there was never a point where I, I was feigning that this may go wrong right. uh, because I, I engineered things that actually could go wrong into the experience. I, there was a lot of uncertainty in the performance where I genuinely didn't know if this was going to work or so, if someone would come back or right. you know, things like that. I feel bad. I mean, hopefully a lot of the audience has seen it. We asked people to, to check it out. Um, I don't know. Doug, did you see it? No, sir. <laughs> isn't that, isn't that, look at, he's shaking his head. I mean, you. It's sick. It's sick. Doug. All he can, all he needs to do. I don't have to do the Hulu. <laughs> he doesn't have the Hulu. All right. But I think people will check it out if they, um, so, but, but you did that show. Can, What's that, Derek? No, I just, I don't, it's, it's. I don't want to give people the wrong idea and set up expectations that it's like a magic, magic show. No. It's, it, they might be very disappointed if they go looking for, you know, whatever they think that is. Well, there are certain elements of m mentalism or, well, uh, and, yeah, and there are, there's and ma magic kind of, like you say, tropes, kind of things from the world, from your yeah. experience of sleight of hand that, that become sort of the set pieces of the, of the experience. Of but you're also telling a story and talking about bigger themes and bigger issues. Trying. Right? <laughs> he said, all right. Trying. Trying. I'm trying. But so you did that show every night for how many, like months or Seven, 17 months in New York, 17 months. That's like 20. That's like 13 years. Yeah, uh, feels like it. Um, so were there nights where things legitimately didn't go as planned? Yeah, of right. course. Every, yeah, of course. All the time. But somehow did you, does the audience feel that? Yeah, disappointment? Sure, yeah, they feel that, I'm sure. Did you give your money back? <laughs> no, all, all sales are final. Um, uh, no, no, it, it was, uh, it was, it was, uh, sometimes they didn't know, they just were like, that was, that was a strange moment. Um, yeah. Uh, that, that was, that was disappointing and I don't know why, you know, or they just didn't like, they just didn't think it was very good. I don't know how many times people actually knew that things had gone wrong. Um, but, uh, but the, 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 the thing that was the most, um, uh, that went, I would say wrong often is the, the thing with the book, uh, where I, I give them a book to go out and come back the next day. Yeah. Okay. Um, I'll just describe this quickly. It's, it's a fascinating yeah. thing that you do. You, you created this sort of uh, chain reaction with the shows. I don't know how you did it on your first show that I was there. You must've started, you had to start somehow. But you get basically give somebody a book and then they come back the next night. Yeah. On the honor system, I suppose you don't have totally. any guarantees that they are even available to do that. Yeah. They come back the next night and what do they do? What do they do with the book? They're, they're asked. They're, they're kicked out before the show ends. Right. <laughs> they're, they're asked to. They're asked to write down what they saw so far <clears throat> and to to write down how they imagine it ends. Oh right. And right. The next day they come back. Hopefully, I give them this book. Uh, hopefully they come back and read their imaginary ending on stage, uh, which meant I was giving the stage over to a stranger to do and say whatever they wanted to do or say right. for as long as they needed to. And you get and to chill was, out. You get to yeah, just... it was dicey. We had someone do we had someone do like a, a ten minute musical number where they brought broom boxes on stage and uh, their twin sister and did a song and dance. Right. And I just had to sit there. It was horrible. <laughs> <laughs> it was horrible. It's horrible. Um, I love, I mean, when I do my uh, stand-up, and also when I do this show, I love the fact that I don't have a, a big plan for how things are going to go. And yeah. in my stand-up special, and I started doing this years ago, I would bring up people, i bring up a guy, 
And somehow in my, like, as I'm scanning the audience, I'd try to find a couple and I would say, and my audience, I can kind of predict so by looking at certain people, what the dynamic is going to be there to a pretty good, doesn't always work, but I have a good sense. Bring the guy up. I lure him into acknowledging his girlfriend. Usually they live together. These are all like probabilities that usually work out, you know, yeah. bring him up and I convince him to propose to her. And people go, is that a setup? Is that wow. something that, you know, you've talked to? And I was like, no, I don't need to because A, if it doesn't work out, that's probably going to be funny too. You know, I get to yell at that guy and call, and, yeah. you know, you start the premise that like, well, if you love her, why don't you marry her? And it's like, well, that's life isn't wow. life isn't that easy, pal. Like, I'm not, wow. you know, uh, but most of the time, I would say 80 percent of the time it just works. And they, you know, some people probably go, well, we actually didn't get married because this was an illegally binding experience. But most of the time it's like, well, yeah, we were going to do this anyways. And how cool to just do it here. That's so cool. Did, did you ever follow up? Did you ever find out if any of those worked out? The the woman, man and woman in the special that's that's out now uh, have have uh, plans to. Yeah, they they have a wedding. I think I think the uh, pandemic slowed things down, but they are. But that's great. It's great for me because I've got you know twenty minutes of just vamping in the show that doesn't require any material. <laughs> but did you have you ever have you ever caused a divorce with your show? Because um, I have, and I have. Our show caused two. Wait, so tell me about that. So with the book, you know, it's a lot of responsibility. Uh, I asked someone. All I say in the in the show is, I need someone to come back tomorrow. Right. And I don't really give them much context other than. I need someone to come back tomorrow. Right. Uh, and uh, someone raises their hand, and then I tell them what the assignment is. And it's essentially, it's a homework assignment. They're given homework. Right. And uh, I found out that um, it's uh, uh, one, one particularly specific, that uh, a couple had come to New York City, and they were being, you know, New York, New York tourists. Sure. And the... Uh, the wife volunteered uh, to to be the person who comes back, right. which meant the next she the next day they woke up to go like do something do else. tourism stuff. Yeah, and the husband's like, "So we're we going to the Statue of Liberty today? What are we?" She's like, "No, no, no, I got to go back to this thing and do it." And he's like, "No, we we got we're in New York. We got to do. New York. <laughs> like, no, I, I can't. I got to go back to this. I got to go back to this show." And 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 and. and uh, it caused a huge argument, and when they got back home, they got a divorce. Jesus uh, so, Christ! Man. Well, I mean, that was going to happen eventually. No matter, something was going to push that thing over the cliff. Sure, sure, Perhaps. sure. Something's about the bust. Something's about the bust. <laughs> um, what? So let me one last question, and then I'll let you go. Um, okay. Uh, what okay. does what? What is a what is a Jesus. Can't say what does Hello. a man like you do during that when you don't have an audience for a year? <laughs> what the hell have you been doing with yourself? What uh, I wrote a book. Oh great. Go what? Another fucking book now. Yeah, sorry. <laughs> it's on audio. There's an audio version you can listen to. Is it out? It'll be out March second. So that's what you did with your time. Meanwhile, I'm sitting around watching We Are the World outtakes on my bed. <laughs> <laughs> Eating peanut butter and Nutella 
Um, what's the book about? Is it basically an adaptation of the show, or is it something else? Is it, or is no, it like no, a Stephen it, King horror book? Or is it a fucking romance? No, it's some Ennis Nin. It's about, it's about uh, I guess it's about truth and morality. I guess. <laughs> I'm just kidding. <laughs> Has it got pictures in it? I mean, what am I doing with it? It does book? have pictures in it. Okay. It does. Yeah, it has pictures in it. And it, there's there's lots of there's talk of lesbians and and talk of uh, cheating at, at, at okay. card games and Plato's allegory of the cave. There's lots. There's something for everyone. It has something for everyone. I want to read it. I expect an advanced copy. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Galley, the galley. Yeah, the uncorrected proof. Yeah. Sure. Um, who was your who was your um, mentor? In life, like in 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 what you do in your field, were you? Did you have somebody that? Yeah, I, it, that's actually, I guess, in a sense, what the book is about. It's about, um, uh, I mean, really, it's about not growing up without a father. Yeah, and the absence that that came with, and me trying to fill that void my entire life, and uh, and the, the mentors that kind of stepped in to fill that role uh, is is a large part of the narrative. And so, yeah, I've had many. Uh, many mentors and and find lots of inspiration from you know my friends like you and whoever else. That's that, what I was looking know, for. I, I, <laughs> I was your mentor. You didn't know it, but I was. Yeah. I was no, pushing I you have, along. I didn't have one. I didn't Thank have one specifically, know. but I've had many many great ones. Um, well, I'm so glad you were available to talk today. Yeah, I don't know what this was, but thanks. <laughs> <laughs> this is it. This is the show. I mean. This is it. This is it. This is me talking to you. The audience is loving it, right, guys? Let's hear. Let's see a, a round of applause in the Zoom world. Wow. Um, this is going out on youporn.com right now. <laughs> so, for premium members, premium members. Um, no, Derek. This is a very popular podcast slash live streaming chat show talk show. Okay. Just pretend I, you just did the Jimmy Fallon show, except there was no bullshit. That I can do. <laughs> <laughs> All right, brother. I'm proud of you, and I'm proud of your film, and congratulations. And everybody's tweeting about it. Judd Apatow's tweeting about it. Everybody yeah. is. The Muppets are into it. How yeah. many Muppets do you think has seen the uh, the show at this point by now? How many Muppets? Yeah. <laughs> I mean... Frank is like six of them, so at least. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Uh, all right. I'll talk to you later, friend. Okay, buddy. Thank you very much for having me. Thank you, guys. Goodbye, Thank Derek you. Delgadio. Bye, Derek. In and of itself. <laughs> Matt, what the hell should we do? I mean, should we take a Zoomer? Yeah. I mean, Please. I've really been neglecting it, haven't I? On Friday or last week, I said, Matt, we've got to be better about taking calls. I know. I bugged Kevin... Giggler about his name. So. Oh, Kevin Giggler. Hello, Kevin. Gang. Hey, how's it going? Going pretty good. How are you? I'm good. Where are you calling from? I'm actually calling from Philadelphia, Pennsylvania, and I had a quick uh, question for you about our alumni, Temple University. Go ahead. No. Uh, do you know about the situation in Annenberg Hall with the Tim and Eric billion dollar movie poster? There's a situation? Well, in Annenberg Hall, there's sort of, throughout the entire building, there's movie posters from famous Temple alumni who have yeah. made movies. Yeah. Okay. Uh, so there's the billion dollar movie poster. I don't like where the, this is going. Well, the issue, the issue I have with it is the location of it, 
and I <laughs> Is it by the not. toilet? <laughs> it's in the it's in the basement of the building and it has a filing cabinet in front of it. Ah! Oh no. <laughs> Disgraziano! Ooh, Disgraziano! What do you think about that? I like to imagine that someone was like touring Temple and saw the poster and then tried to watch the movie later and was just horrified and called Temple very upset. Well, well, what are you going to do? I mean, uh, uh, if you don't like it, you don't like it. Who cares? But I'm glad. I thought you were going to say it was defaced or they keep on... Putting you know swastikas on my head or something like that. Oh no, we, Tem- Temple loves you guys. You guys are our shining stars. You and Anderson Cooper. Oh, Anderson Cooper went there. Really? Yeah, yeah, he did. I don't like it. That's weird because he was like a, uh, he came from elites. He was like a Vanderbilt or something like that, right? I'm surprised he didn't go to like. Yeah. You know, maybe co- he went to the grad school there. For what journalism? Did he go maybe, to the Annenberg yeah. School of Journalism? I assume so. Yeah. yeah. How many? What, Holland, so? how what many other Holland posters Oates are hanging up yeah. there? Hall and Oates. Movies. Not, not. I forget off the top of my head. The only one I really remember is oh, yeah. our movie. But Here's a good way to make a compelling a show. Have somebody tell you the number of posters somewhere <laughs> that somewhere <laughs> is. <laughs> I didn't ask for the number. I said what other movies are. Yeah. I think you said how many. No, what other. Well, I'm not listening. That's the problem. <laughs> I zoned you out. All right. Truly. Um, thanks, Kevin, for the uh, for the update on that. I feel. I, I would say let's. Why do you need a filing cabinet at all? At all? Digitize it. Get the filing cabinets out into the into the scrap metal junkyard. Uh, unfortunately, I, I, unfortunately, I think it was specifically to cover up your poster. It was maybe it it's was filled with DVDs of the Silence your work. Yeah, yeah, maybe yeah, you open it up. <laughs> mm-hmm. Well, they could have a lot of posters up there of our work if they really wanted to honor us. I used to do a come and speak at the Temple internship program out here in Los Angeles for a couple of years, and then I stopped doing it. Because I stopped caring. If you want to talk to me, all you got to do is call into the show. Right? Have I been more giving of my time than anybody? I would say so, Tim. You've been very giving of your time, and I appreciate that. Um, thank you, Tim. I want to just talk quickly. <laughs> thank you so much. My love and, and respect to, to the wonderful people of Philadelphia. There's no video of... President Anything that you wanted to chime in on, on uh, things that you used to love, but... Yes. Yes, yes. Uh, I was a big, as a child, I was a big fan of the Lord of the Rings Return of the King video game for okay. the Nintendo GameCube. Oh. <laughs> and uh, as I I got it some years ago, thinking that uh, I would enjoy it, and I couldn't get past the first level, and oh. I hated it, and I was really upset, because as a kid, I played it a lot, and I almost beat the entire game. It was the massive game that went through... <laughs> The whole movie. And you re- regressed. But, uh, I regressed. Yeah, I, I got worse at video games as I aged. Oh, that's probably I want, good. And, yeah, waste of time anyway. But I wow. wanted to know if anyone else in chat or wherever else has ever played the the Lord of the Rings well, Return That definitely of the sounds King. like a side chat. That's, that's <laughs> off the air. I'll take, I'll take that off the air. I didn't know they made a Lord of the Rings GameCube game, so... I they made it bunches. Try. It was very fun, at least when I was a child. Now it's shit. To go the other route, I've been playing Smash Brothers with my kids, and it holds up. It's oh, beautiful. nice. Always yeah. holds up. Great game. Yeah. The, the one I had the, when I thought of this question this morning was, uh, maybe it's an obvious one, but the comic strip Garfield. I, um, as a kid, absolutely loved Garfield. I had the books. As a collector, I was like, yeah, I collect Garfield comics, galleries. <laughs> 
galleries and would tell people that. Yeah, yeah, I would, I would uh, <laughs> give little speeches at the in in before class started. I've just received my uh, Garfield Gallery 12. <laughs> I'm not as, I'm not as uh, fond of the earlier galleries. I think Jim Davis's work improved. And then one day, you know, you, you pass through a, a rite of childhood where you grow up and you're like, this isn't exactly working for me much as much anymore. Did Whatever happened to Jim Davis? His shit used to be gold. <laughs> But how, how about, it, and how then about the uh, the cartoon though they just made a whole show based on the voice of Bill Murray, but it wasn't really Bill Murray. It was just like a knockoff. I heard my kids yeah, watch it that. Was, it's terrible. Yeah. It's like this really cheap CGI. Oh yeah, that's bad. Really stuff, but crap. yeah, in the eighties there was a cartoon, but they had some guy just like impersonating him. Uh, all right, we're keeping the show going. We can we can you know he's he can hang. I understand. We can talk more Garfield. No, I don't. I don't want to. Um, <laughs> This is a probably well-known story, but apparently the reason Bill Murray did that movie was because he thought it was a Coen Brothers movie. Did you hear about that? <laughs> that what? it was directed by because the writer is that other Coen. There's right? another Joel Cohen or Ethan Cohen. Oh. Ethan Cohen. Yeah, well, and that's why he needs a manager to sort these things out. Right. And was like, Bill Murray's so cool, man, because he doesn't even have a manager, man. He, you just got to call this number, and maybe he'll pick up. Well, you know what, Bill? Maybe it's time you get somebody to handle your affairs. <laughs> so we don't have another Garfield disaster. <laughs> <laughs> but also, That's why nice. not do the Garfield? Why wouldn't you do that? Show yeah, up on your yeah. voice. I can talk like this if you want. <laughs> oh, God damn it. Uh, by the way, we got this wonderful, another piece of art from our tremendous community here. There it is. This is from uh, Crystal Hernandez, right? Is that it, Matt? Yes. Crystal Hernandez. She usually does uh, pet, pet pet paintings? paintings in this style, but she decided This painting that... is my humble attempt to, to, uh, at saying thanks to the Holy Trinity. I don't miss a show or game night or special. And I wanted to sincerely say that the show has been a lifesaver this past year. How about that? I'm grateful to you all and especially to Tim. <laughs> I, I didn't add that. That's you can look that up. That's here, and then it goes on and on. Nothing about Vic. No. Nothing here about Vic. Sadly, I do not shampoo my hair. Um, we do have Brendan Walsh standing by, and we will be getting to a brand new video from Vic that I commissioned. That we commissioned. Uh, Based on the famous Lip Lick series. And that's coming up in the second half of our show. So stand by for that. Um, quickly, you know, I was going to spend a lot of time talking about this GameStop situation. And then it feels like it, it just exploded overnight or during the past day or so to the point where it's, a, it's already, like, oversaturated. Right? Everyone knows. Everyone gets it. We all understand. For the most part. We know what side to take. We know that. But, Wes, you were explaining to me that it's actually a bad for GameStop. Is that correct? Yeah, it uh, because their valuation is now so incredibly high. Uh, yeah, if they want to go out and, you know, try and raise capital, they're going to have to do it on a down round, which is then just going to plummet the stock. But also, they have absolutely no control over their destiny right now. So, yep. 
What is GameStop? It's just a place to buy video games. Yeah, you can get your games there. But you can do that also. You can buy online. Uh, well, yeah, Amazon probably killed them, right? Yeah, I mean, everyone. And the fact that no one them. goes out to the mall anymore because right. of the pandemic. Um, video games have never been more popular, but the idea of going to a store to buy them seems a little, like, redundant. They've also been horribly run for a very long time. Right. They but they're in that. every mall. Like, they're in even, like, the shit malls. Or maybe they're only in the shit malls. I don't know. Um, I thought if anybody was watching Game Night, I thought we sort of hit on a similar vein with Edgar Winter. We took Edgar Winter. <laughs> uh, we were playing our Instagram follower game with the rock, uh, rock stars, the classic rockers. And it was a little sad because we had a great... We had... Um, uh, Edgar Winter, and it's just a great part of the game because he only had 200 followers on Instagram, and that's almost impossible to guess unless you... I mean, I guess that it's 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 a good argument to always go for that $1 bet. Nobody did that until the last round. Right. But if you would have, you would have cleaned up and won that $500,000 gift certificate to the Three Stooges Coffee, but... Um, <laughs> do, do we want an update on, yeah, on we his can, Well, that's what I'm getting to. So on game night, if you're not a Patreon, you're a loser. Let's admit that. <laughs> and you're a freeloader. And you're sitting on the back of a turnip truck. But we got into it and said, well, let's get, let's raise that count. We have that, just the same way the GameStoppers did this, they, they hoarded together and made something beautiful happen. Turns out it's not so beautiful, according to... So, what are the downs? What is the downside of, of pushing up Edgar Winter's Instagram follower account? I think if we, we do reach a place where he's in the hundreds of thousands or millions, <laughs> that, that Edgar Winter is going to feel some kind of uh, pressure to maintain, you know, go back on the road. Maybe he's at home going like, I don't like all this attention now. He's got all these skeletons in cause, his closet. Cause some health problems for Winter. That's not good. <laughs> I like on Game Night, Doug. You said J. Edgar Winter. <laughs> well, look at that cover he, of that album. Yeah, I think he's he's in a good place. He's at two thirty nine now. What do you mean two thirty nine? Two thirty nine followers. No, wait, wait, no, no, no. You're, Edgar Winter. Edgar's he's way up. Nine forty five. He's at. Wait, it was I at two twenty one. Edgar dropped. Winter official. Now he's at nine fifty. Right there. You're looking at how many people he fall he follows, maybe. No, I'm looking right here. 951 now. Let's keep it going, guys. We want to get him to... So right we want to go to 2,000, I think. I have it up like, on the screen. I'm going to refresh. I see 939. Where do you see that number, man? It's on psychedelics here. So. Look. No. Well, I can't wait, see Wait, wait, wait. have to zoom in. Zoom in, man. Oh, my God. What happened? What did Matt think? It's been been no, it's 953. No, it was literally 945, like, a minute ago. I know, but you said two something. Two thirty. Where did that come from? <laughs> I did, wait, what? Roll back the clip. Let's get oh shit, Matt! Wow, Matt's on mushrooms. <laughs> Matt's on mushrooms. He's I having a stroke. Holy shit! Yeah. So, that? folks, everybody watching, go to Instagram if you have an account there, Edgar Winter Official, and start following. You're you're gonna be glad you did. Yeah. I don't think I even did yet, but let's get him over a thousand today. And we will. And the good side, the good thing is though, there's nobody shorting the Edgar Winter follower count out there that I know of, right? <laughs> well, we got Tyler. Tyler's actually a Zoomer. Can you play? Can you do that opening lick from oh, wow. Frankenstein for us? Uh, it would probably blow out everyone's audio. That's fine. You had Let's do it, baby. Blow it out. <laughs> what are we looking for? Edgar Winter's <laughs> Frankenstein. It's just like Jacka Doom. Wow. Very wow. good. 
Hey, that didn't blow out. That was that was yeah. one of our rare um, Zoom. I think I have the sound set proper. So, Sounded like yeah. Bonham. Like did you want? Room. Did you want to say something? Uh, um, well, no. I was actually just uh, uh, talking to Matt on the chat. Uh, I was going to bring up the Edgar Winter thing if I had the chance, and you guys did it right before. I oh, even great. Could. Yeah, that's perfect. that's. Oh, he pointed out that the comments. I don't. All we didn't comments, talk about the comments. Yeah, keep yeah. them. Keep them positive. Well, Pete, keep uh, them positive. I, yeah, don't turn this into like a Tom Segura thing I, where you're. No, no, they're nice. They're all peace and love. No, they're rocket. all great. They're all they're all office hours centered. Great. So it's, it's awesome. Well, I think Matt, we got to do what we can to get Edgar on the show mm -hmm. and have him yeah. talk no, about. I'm, I'm working on it. Okay. Can we hear when the levy breaks? <laughs> no, I, I'm not that great. Come on, oh, you can play it easy. I can give it one of these. Oh, yeah. Jermaine, there it is. Come on, just play with the levy. All right, all right, all right, enough. I hear the levy. It's a fucking wall of sound. Hi, hats on that one. All right. Yeah, yeah, right. Let's get to Brendan Walsh. Brendan Walsh has an exciting yeah. new feature for us, an exciting new presentation. Brendan Walsh. Oh, Sorry. Poor Segura. He's no, going to be sad. Using funny They're getting rid of uh, General Motors is stopping gas-powered cars. Oh. No. And SUVs yeah, yeah, yeah. by 2035. Oh. Is he here? What's up? Here he is. Hey, B. Walsh. What's going yo, on, what's bro? What's up, homies? Yo, yo, yo. What's up? What's up, doggy? What's going on with your What's going on with your two-tone glasses and everything? What's that? What's going on with your glasses and your Were you in an accident of some kind? Uh, I got uh, well, I got LASIK. You know LASIK eye surgery? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> well, I went to get that and um the uh you know how they do like um uh, they can remove hemorrhoids with lasers too? Right. Well, the doctor that did my LASIK had the laser set to uh, hemorrhoids, so, <laughs> and when he burned my eye. Oh, is it out? Is the is it, is the eye out? No, no, it's still there. I just have to wear these band aids, and they said not to have a lens on this. Uh, on this. Um, I get it. Eye. Yeah, I see it. <laughs> it looks like you got some sweet tats. Yeah, dude, I've been going down to uh, to Mecula Wicked Dove tattoos. Awesome, man. Uh, they've been hooking me up. They pierced. Um, I got my stuff in here. <laughs> that's awesome. And that's all for why I'm here today, because I've uh, successfully rebranded myself as the rock and roll gossip guy. Okay. <laughs> You're like a TMZ type? Uh, yeah, but I'm but rock how are you, and roll. How are you gauging like that it's a successful uh, rebrand? You well, said you I, successfully I mean, relaunched. I got, you know, I got to look at that. That's a skull smoking a cigar right uh -huh. there on my ring. Uh, and um, I'm here to do some gossip. So it looks like I'm already booking gigs as a rock and roll gossip guy. Is that um, Green Day you got there? That's right, my man. Awesome. All right, what's the gossip you have for us today? <laughs> well, today I've been... By the uh, way, your I've dog been... or whatever it is back there is quite annoying. She's, she keeps peeking out at the blinds, and it's blowing everything out. I just chucked her on the ground. <laughs> oh, Jesus. That's not cool. <laughs> She's okay. Okay. Um, I, uh, so I'm here to talk about everybody's uh, favorite girl next door, Mindy Kaling. <laughs> okay. Mindy Kaling from... The Office, 
from the office from uh the late night i think the show she did a movie with um uh emma thompson late Late, yeah the emma thompson it's a great film if you guys haven't seen that great so we're gonna go through some of her instagram posts uh i don't know if matt has them queued up or yeah we're we're synced with you you've got your okay uh, yeah we've got your presentation you won't be able to see it but if you you know you, you know what what they are so Okay, but but you you're showing the same things in the same order. Yes, uh, exactly. Yes. Pool party. Okay, we've got uh, this first one here. We have Mindy Kaling sitting poolside in a ball gown. Nice. And she says, <laughs> she says, when no one can come to your pool party, but you're not mad about it. And yeah. if you can see, she's not mad. She's looking very in vogue. And I don't know if you guys can zoom in there. But those are not magazines that she has what is next it? to her. Those are stacks of scripts, my friend. Oh, shit. She's getting lots of offers right. for lots of TV and film. And she's, uh, the funny thing is that, like, I mean, what kind of pool party are you going to have? Right. You know, I mean, you're reading scripts in a ball gown. So, so she, her, she says when no one, almost like she's painting the picture here, when no one can come to your pool party, but you're not mad. About you're it. not mad about nah. it. Hey, you I'm know what? Hang out. I actually like being alone. Yeah. So I can and focus it's... on reading scripts, deciding what I'm going to be doing next. Even maybe rereading her own scripts or like doing that sort of reading of a first draft and making some notes. And Also looks like she's got some cappuccino there or something like that. That's kind of neat. Yeah, there's a little something if you zoom in down there. It could be a... I don't know uh, about zooming in. and It doesn't seem to be happening. It could be a Starbucks <laughs> drink, which I'm open to sponsoring. The rock and roll gossip guy. Oh, you're open, open to sponsoring <laughs> Starbucks? How's that going to work? All right, what else do I you could, have? I here? mean, I could promote their coffees. Okay, so the next... Barbecue. Barbecue, <laughs> that's right. Once again, Mindy Kaling likes to... Ah. Likes to uh, entertain, but also respects the pandemic and social distancing. So she's she fired said, up the grill. Even when we can't have many people at our barbecues, it doesn't mean we can't get into the barbecue spirit. Nice. So, <laughs> candid shot of her cooking what looks like two tiny little chicken breasts, because <laughs> that's going to show you that there's nobody. There's not going to be a lot of people here. Right. She's very festive with her apron and the colorful uh, shirt. She's looking great. She's got that hat. You got to protect yourself from the sun. What is uh, it? What are her comments like? What are people? Are people excited to see this? I mean, people are. People love it. Uh, it's. I mean, the I can only see a few down, but Leo the French. He says, "Can I have some, please?" Right. Yeah, because that chicken and, looks delicious. Yeah, it looks good. Looks good. I. Th I mean, I also. I don't want to put words in Leo's mouth, but I think he's just like, "Hey, Mindy." Next time you have a barbecue, maybe yeah. invite me over. I'd uh, love to hang out. Yeah, that'd be nice, especially yeah. with that pool. Dude, that'd be sick. And that's also, that looks like a Weber grill there. Right. Um, that's top notch. Top, All right, what else? Working out. So, all's working out. We got Mindy. She's working out. Or is she? Or not? What is the caption? Mm. Uh, it says, uh, the workout, this workout... Uh, requires the perfect playlist. Uh -huh. Me, two hours later. Okay, playlist is done. Time for a nap. Oh shit! <laughs> Which is, well, I mean, I think we can all relate to that. Did she? So, did she even work out, or did she just listen to the playlist? Is that kind of the? 
I mean, I think what she's insinuating is that like she was procrastinating on the workout mm -hmm. by creating the perfect playlist. And then by the oh, time she put oh, in two man. hours into creating the playlist, it's nap time. And the funny thing is she's got her PJs on, but workout shoes. So that's like uh, a kind of a, she's ready for kind just of about Easter, anything. That's an Easter egg there for everyone. <laughs> Any and, comments to speak of here? What are people saying? What's the reaction uh, from the followers? So this is uh, one lady says, is that a workout onesie? <laughs> P.S. It's adorable. White people. I know it is adorable. <laughs> I love it. All right. What else do you got? Uh, got um, and that and just just to put this in perspective, that has eight eighty eight thousand eight hundred and eighty three likes. People love it. The next one with one hundred and twenty six thousand three hundred and seventy eight <laughs> likes. Uh, Mindy says, "When you put on jeans for the first time in a few weeks and can't remember how to walk, because ah, it's <laughs> she's put on a few." Uh, apparently, according I don't to her. Think, no, Tim, I don't think that's what, I don't think that's what. Is that what's saying. insinuating? They're a little tight, no. right? The jeans are a little no, tight. And no, you're like, penguin no. walking. No, no. I think what she's saying is because of the pandemic, we're all wearing sweatpants and then the jeans might be a little, just too, too, too much resistance. But I, she's, she's not, it's not, uh, this isn't about gaining weight. That's anybody not, in the, anybody in the comments relating to that? Uh, uh, you know what? The only ones I can see are the guy says, don't make me off some. What the hell is that? that? <laughs> he might be because be if you notice, maybe he's not wearing any shoes or socks in this. So maybe that's some kind of foot freak. Maybe he's, Or maybe uh, he's saying, yeah. uh, don't make me want to off someone like he's going to kill someone. Because I mean, we could man. get that. I mean, that's could be part of we the could get somebody family. to investigate <laughs> yeah. that. But right. that was, uh, that's 126,378 likes hey coming in on that one. Uh, this next one. Now, Tim, this is, uh, this is one that maybe you can relate to and maybe even get together and, uh, work with her because <laughs> you like to, uh, make music and Mindy's here posing with <laughs> kids ukulele. Oh shit. <laughs> and it says during quarantine, I've been working on becoming an indie rock darling. Oh shit. Are you working? Uh, again, wearing PJs <laughs> and uh, she's posing. saying, "Is it working?" Yeah, she's asking her uh, followers, her fans, if it's working. Now, and you know, next time I'll get to where where I can scroll through these comments more because I bet I know. I'm so Brendan, curious. Is there, is there an audio element to this picture so we can hear if it's working? That's that would, it, right. Because right, how am I supposed to know if yeah. it's working if if we only have this one picture of her with a kid's ukulele? Uh, what is it? Indie? <laughs> is she said indie rock? Yeah. Um, she might be uh, doing some kind of Zoe Deschanel style music there. With that's the what I was but thinking. Who? Yeah. Uh, what? What? Are, what is the crowd saying? What is the peanut gallery saying? Well, this one only has sixty nine thousand five hundred twenty one likes. So I imagine that um, people might be like, "Don't listen. Stick to writing scripts. Stick to <laughs> you know. You don't need to spread yourself too thin, right? Especially during a pandemic." So this was uh, kind but, of a bit of a flop for Mindy. This post here. I think it's a bit of a flop, but I also <laughs> it's think that it's just all, it's in good fun. Yeah. It's oh, all, believe me, I get that. It is funny and it is fun. <laughs> Any more? Uh, this one, the next one is from just this past Halloween with okay. 106,144 likes. Mindy uh, in what appears to be her walk-in closet, which is actually pretty, pretty nice. Pretty spacious. Is that uh, a Batman said, blazer? 
Well, that is a Halloween style blazer, and she says, "Missing Halloween, but make it fashion." Okay, <laughs> we'll know what that means. And that's uh, and then a couple of the comments says, uh, "Well, one guy says, what show is this lady from? Someone please help." <laughs> um, She's from a lot of shows. Yeah. And then, uh, that's a little rude. I hate when comments turn into Google search bars. Yeah, I mean, the guy, the amount of time it took for him to type that, he could have just done a Google image search or something. Yeah. Or he texted one of his friends. Well, her name is right there. He could have yeah. clicked out a profile. He oh, yeah, just, the name. The name Mindy Kaling search. Oh, yeah, she's from that show. Yeah, sure. Yeah, uh, which is the Mindy Project. Uh, the Office and um, late night. She movie. was on. Uh, There's a couple other things. Too. She was on a season then, of uh, uh, Always Sunny in Philadelphia. Yeah, sure. Uh, King of Queens. She yep. wasn't on that, but I recently <laughs> watched an episode of King of Queens for the first time ever in my life, and guess what? Not that bad. Oh. I heard uh, a rumor that you were a fan of the new Chris Hardwick show, The Ball or something. What's it called? The, the Wall. The Wall. <laughs> yeah, it's great. Chris My, Hardwick is back. Chris Hardwick is back with a vengeance. And you can win up to $12 million if you play your cards right and get the right. Uh, the, the Wall is kind to you. Is there nobody else that could do that job? Is he Is he singularly capable? Is there something? Has he got some kind of... You know, don't you think there's just got to be a million uh, people of of color, women, all sorts of people that could that could host a fucking game show? Does we do we need does Chris Hardwick get a million uh, swings at the bat of the Hollywood I bat? I, I think I get where you're where you're coming from, Tim, and I agree. Mindy would be a perfect <laughs> host for the wall. <laughs> I mean, let's break, uh, I let's break like some new ta- let's break in some new talent. Is all I'm saying. All right, one more of this Mindy Kaling uh, business from you, Brendan, and then we must move okay. on. Okay. Uh, the Christmas, well, we could do, uh, can we skip ahead to, why don't we skip ahead to Hanukkah, Matt? Can we do that? Yep. Okay, so this is, uh, and she deleted this from her Instagram. Oh, no. For some reason, but Matt did some, uh, some sleuthing and found it. And the comment is, (laughs) happy Hanukkah night five, all candles lit for dramatic effect. (laughs) Okay. She lit all the candles, and I'm not, I'm not, uh, personally, I'm not Jewish. Uh, I was raised Roman Catholic. Personally, you're not Jewish. I'm not, I just, I haven't, I wasn't lucky enough to fall into that category, but the, I don't know how the candle thing works, but I think you light, I think if you light them all on night. Yeah, it was very insulting yeah. to the Jewish community. They well, if you light them appreciate. all too soon, it's seven years of bad luck, they say. Well, I think you go to hell. Hawks will cut. Yeah, you might go to hell. That's bad luck. And um, Imagine the bad I mean, luck we going to hell. It, that's the worst luck you can have. I don't know if you've read your Bible, but um, the worst luck there is out there is... Uh, you know what, when I, Brendan, did you grow up Catholic? Yes, I did. <laughs> yeah. So when I was a kid... You can see there's some Catholic symbolism in my ink. Yes, beautiful ink. Um, when I was in first grade, you know, they teach you to pray like this, you know, with yeah. the, fing- the fingers up. But yeah. I, my, I was, I went to Catholic school, but my mom was Protestant. Uh, but I was raised Catholic for the most part, but not like a full on like hundred percent Catholic. And in first grade, I was praying like this. Yeah. Right. And the kids at school told me, they said, "You know what you're doing, right? You understand what's going on." You're praying to the devil. 
You're yeah. praying to you you're praying to hell when you pray like this. And I went yeah. crying. I said, and I I blamed it on my mother. I said, Ma, you taught me to pray like this. This whole time I've been praying to the fucking devil. Yeah. <laughs> she says, I don't know what you're talking about. That's stupid. Those kids at school are idiots. They're literally their first graders. Well, and also that could explain your success. You know, I mean, a it's lot true. of uh, I did the I did the Robert <laughs> Johnson uh, deal with the devil. Bob Dylan, I believe, has a deal with Satan as well. Yeah. Um, okay, well, I mean, there's one more, but we don't have to, you know, we can yeah, save there's it. There's one more. Let's wait. clear it out so we have to come back. <laughs> oh, I'm coming back. Okay, so we have uh, this final one is, and uh, this is, um, everybody remembers Ruth Bader Ginsburg. Yes, Notorious RBG, Ruth Bader Notorious. Ginsburg. And uh, yeah, A lot of people she, think she was the first female uh, Supreme Court justice. That would be incorrect. That would be, yeah. uh, uh, what's her name? Doug, J. Edgar, Judge Judy, Judge Judith, Judith yeah. Shineling is her, uh, it's her official name. <laughs> All and right. So, so there she is sort of doing a RBG workout pose. Yeah, she actually, there's another photo in that. I don't think we have it, but it's of Ruth Bader Ginsburg working out with a similar shirt right. and Mindy. And this is, uh, you know, a lot of the ones that we were looking at were all kind of in good fun and lighthearted, but you can tell by the look on Mindy's face. She really is no joke. Ruth Bader Ginsburg was a big part of Mindy Kaling's life. And, uh, <laughs> RBG she, energy. What does it say? R, RBG energy today and always. Oh. So she's honoring her hero right. by, um, you know, just kind of, she was probably just working out and was like, Hey, I should set a timer on my camera and take a photo. Cause you know, maybe it dawned on her like, Oh my God, this is, I'm honoring her without even thinking about it. You know, who I'd like to get and on the show is the, uh, Mindy Kaling photographer. There seems mm -hmm. to be, well, I, that's, mean, I don't know that, who's behind this work. Never that gets credit. Is, that's, that's one of the mysteries is every, if you go through a timeline and I invite you at home, it's free. Everybody at home, just go and check out Mindy Kaling's uh, Instagram. Not before you follow Edgar Winter, folks. Not right. before you follow Edgar Winter. While you're there following Edgar Winter, Mindy Kaling might even be suggested after you follow him. Sandra Day O'Connor. Uh, Thank you, everybody. Sandra Day O'Connor. No, that's the, that's the guy who played Archie Bunker. Um, <laughs> that's Carol O'Connor. Uh, that No, she played Archie Bunker's wife. <laughs> okay. Um, that's Gene uh, Stapleton. See, I know but, everything. No, that's the bass player for Kiss. I don't want to get down <laughs> into this uh, arguing semantics. But, it, yeah, check out Mindy. She, all of her photos are – somebody's taking these, and I don't know who it is. And she also – another yeah. mystery to try and unlock. She claims to have two children, and uh, but she never appears to have ever been pregnant. So Ah, well, she keeps that private. She keeps that she to herself. She keeps it private. Are you excited does, for the, uh, the Super Bowl, Brendan, at all? Uh, what is that? Like a sports well, ball thing? I noticed that she's going to be in some Doritos commercials that she's uh, gave a really? preview of. Oh, that's, that's right. They're the yeah. 3D Crunch ones. Is that with uh, Jimmy Kimmel or yeah. someone? Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's exciting. So what a cool partnership. Good reason to tune in. <laughs> yeah, she has she has a few promoted um, tweets. And, oh, I saw uh, one for Walgreens. That was terrific. Yeah. The Walgreens one. I'm surprised you didn't share that one with us. That's a beauty. We, we um, that was in there, but you know we had to trim things down a little bit. But you know we can come back. We can check in with her. You know, I think we should keep a close eye on the Mindy Kaling social media accounts. I enjoy I'll, it. I have um, Mackie. I have Matt's phone number, so I can just you know he said he I could have a hotline where if a Mindy emergency arises, I can just 
come right into well, the show. Brendan, if you're not busy on the Super Bowl Sunday, why don't you join us for our official watch along of the Super Bowl for patrons only? We'd appreciate having you. Oh, great. That's awesome. I would love that. Um, and I could maybe even dig up some dirt and talk about some gossip of some of the players during the game. There you go. Brendan Walsh, thanks for joining us. Uh, All right. See you guys. Always a pleasure. Always a pleasure. Let's take a Zoomer. <laughs> Let's take a Zoomer now. We are approaching the end of the show, but not really because we started, I believe, 15 minutes yeah, late. Yeah, we got another so, 17, 18 minutes. 17. Yeah, something 17, like that. We'll go to 11.45 over here on the West Coast. Let's talk to Lily. You got something today? Lily, or are you leaving me off? Lily and the, jo- and the Jack of Hearts. Hi, uh, can I answer the uh, question of the day? Of course you can answer the question of the day. There's no right answer, by the way, for the question of the day. It's only a personal preference. So I think the Red Hot Chili Peppers for me. The Red Hot Chili so, Peppers. I was so into them in high school. Oh, yeah. But they're just objectively really bad. Who's that dude behind you? There's a weird... Am I hallucinating? Oh, yeah. Freak, freakazoid yeah. back there. Hi, I'm a weird guy. I just snuck Whoa. in. I just snuck into this lady's house. I got my goofy sweater on. I gotta get out of here. It's almost like you've got a video playing and he's the guy in the video, right? This is my green screen. Yeah. Yeah. That'd be funny to sell like stock footage of uh, people's backgrounds with just weird guys walking through. All right, guy, back off. I don't want to see you right now. Bugging me. You're bumming me out. You're bugging me. Your girlfriend or your sister, whoever she is, she's trying to talk. Is this okay? No, get out of there. Keep him in. Don't you fucking talk back. I don't want him in. I put him, have him lie face down on the ground. Go ahead, do what I say, or there'll be real trouble. Get down on the ground, you son of a bitch. Yeah, dumb son of a bitch. I'm on the ground. All right, hands behind your back. All right. So, Red Hot Chili Peppers. I'm with Lily on this one. I loved them in middle school, and then you go back, and man, they stink. I'm proud to say I was never a fan. Not once. Now, can I? I had blood sugar sex magic once, and I got to. That's a t- not a bad song there. That under the bridge song. It's when I drew some blood. Roger Daltrey singing that one. It's not the Red Hot Chili Peppers. Well, great answer. Let's keep moving things along. Great answer, Red Hot Chili Peppers. Thank you. I think our audience will relate to that. Oh, Lily muted herself. Thank you. Very nice. Apparently, uh, according to many accounts uh, of working with the Red Hot Chili Peppers, it was always very difficult to get a vocal take from Anthony Kiedis. Yeah. He's not a not a not a talented singer, <laughs> yet here he was in a very successful group, and they would have to like line by line, you know, get performances from him. Tim, who was your uh, who's your regret? <clears throat> I said Garfield. Oh, you did. But I mean, there's plenty. I would think uh, uh, bands that I no longer. I mean, I went through like a like a you know I went through kind of a jam rock. I probably liked a, in a certain summer. Probably like the Spin Doctors and Counting Crows. Man, that Spin Doctors record is so good, though. Is it? Yeah, the guitar playing on it is awesome. Yeah. Zabidubidu. Yeah. 
Uh-huh. What time is it? 4.30? It's not early. late. Yeah. No, it's just early. I like, I did. Maybe I like it. Maybe I'll... We should get him on the show, Mr. Spin Doctor. Scooby Dooby Dub. Oh, yeah. Oh, he's a very active yeah. Twitter uh-huh. Twitter guy. He loves his cat. have him scat for us. Uh-huh. All right. John Who else Hunter we got, John. Oh. By the way, we still have to get to Vic's video. Yeah. Yes. A big update on Edgar Winter. He's Over th- currently at 1,117. Hey, Congrats, guys. Keep going. And Mindy Kaling is now at 5.8 million. So let's short Let's see if we can. Yeah, let's short Mindy. Let's short Mindy and have everybody move to Edgar. See if we can make that happen. Hey, Timbo. Yo. <laughs> I wanted to say, firstly, you're all extremely handsome. And wow, look at this group of men here. This is what I'm talking about. By the way, folks, we have Frank Oz joining us. <laughs> oh, yeah, Frank, thanks for Frank, coming on the show. Hey, so I got a compliment for you, Tim. Thank you. You were so, so good in That Dog by Nick Thorburn. Oh, yes. That is one of your underrated popcorn classics. Great short that's on, available to everybody to watch on YouTube. And me and the great Michael Sarah. It yes, it's so good. You that's need to Nick Farber that. doing that puppet. Yeah. Yeah. Right. Oh, put, put your hand down. Let me see Nick. Let me see Nick. Go ahead. Put, uh, he can't come to the phone right now. Sorry, Timbo. <laughs> it's sure. not Nick. It's not but Nick. I got to say, that Doug guy back Nick. there, he's so handsome. Who? Let's get Doug here. Doug, he's the most handsome man in the whole crew. Well, let's talk about this for a second because Matt, you had a funny uh, promo shot for today's show where we had me oh, as Nick Nolte and then Doug as uh, LP from uh, from, oh. uh, from Run the Jewels. Run the Jewels. And, wow. And uh, my friend, flow, my really, friend Matt right? Sweeney wrote me and said, "That's LP." I go, "I know." He goes, "It's wild," and it <laughs> really <something> is, <laughs> especially that shot that Matt. Yeah. brought up the similar it's 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 <clears throat> uncanny it's do you see it you must see it doug you must see the resemblance ah, yeah i mean i'm not gonna lie it's... i have one more thing to say about doug go ahead okay doug we had beers one time at zebulon you are such a nice guy i just gotta say that you are a nice guy <laughs> oh well thanks i think it's nick now i for sure now it's you're nick. for sure it's, it's nick. definitely not thank you <laughs> We'll, we'll Hunter John Scrotum. That, that, that little unicorn, Nick. We'll get him on here. Maybe with Alden Tenor, too. Uh, I, I know who it is. This is Nick Flanagan. I, oh, oh my God. Be. It could be. <laughs> I'm kidding. Maybe uh, not. We'll see. Good. It's definitely some kind of Canadian. Well, what's your name, puppet? Well, I've, I've been called a couple of things. We're not really sure on a quite first name yet, but we'll just go with, well, what do you think, Tim? What should I be called? Blue Bastard. Blue Bastard. I like it. This is it. Hi, everybody. It's me, Blue Bastard. How you doing? (laughs) Oh, my God. You beautiful people here. Thank you. Thank you, Timbo. All right. Got to say, as a broadcaster, as an interviewer, got to pay respects to Larry King. Larry King passed. Passed the mic to me. He passed the throne. (laughs) God, those clips of him that got sent around, he was the best. So... So genuinely disinterested in almost everybody he spoke with. <laughs> so good. The one of uh, him talking to uh, Jerry Seinfeld where, so was, so you ended the show or, uh, or was it canceled? Jerry's like, canceled? 
Jerry, have you, do you know who I am? Like, I've... You, that we were the number one rated show when we left the air. Does someone want to get this guy a resume? You can see Jerry's pissed. Does not find it amusing. Um... What a racket Larry King had, huh? <laughs> this guy was a Larry King Live, CNN, every night. They just threw guests at him. Don't tell me anything about him. I'll find out when I talk to him. Tim, I think he might have kind of invented the the caller on the radio. Next caller. I'm sure he didn't. I'm sure that was a thing that was... <laughs> he invented it. Now we're doing it. And you're shitting on the king. I'm I'm paying him due respect. <laughs> I'll do respect to the king. <laughs> the best was when he's on Rick or yeah, Rick Rubin, Dave Rubin show, and he just took a oh, phone call that's and the just greatest. had no interest in what Rubin What's was. What's the guy's name that he's talking to? Can, uh, can Cannon? I don't know. Cannon? <laughs> uh, hold on a sec, Dave. I got something. <laughs> Hello, Cannon. <laughs> yes, son. How you doing? Yeah. Yeah, what? His, I think it's his son. Yeah. What did he say? <laughs> well, that's good. That's very good. Well, tell him that you should be playing more. You put him in. Okay. Yes. And then it just goes and goes and goes. <laughs> so funny. Dave Rubin's sitting there waiting for things to wrap up. Uh, all right. Should we get to, why don't we get to Lick Lips, the, the video of the day. Oh yeah, do we have a theme song? Yeah, I gotta we sure find do. Out where I put it. Hold now on, everybody, stand by and <clears throat> stand back and stand by. What? <laughs> <laughs> um, oh, wait, 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 wait! Don't play it! Don't play it! Oh, you've, you're playing the theme song. This is a theme song. Yeah, you could bring up the uh, still, and then I'll start. All right, so I'm warning you with peace and love. You're about to watch someone. You're going to watch, watch some of Vic's original work. We've been collecting these Lick Lip clips. And we said, Vic, you want to put a little sauce on this? You want to do a little bit of what you do? And he came back, sent us a thing. I'm telling you, I was screaming. My, my family thought there was something wrong with me. I was screaming. I don't want to oversell it, I but I also, no, probably not I also want you to be prepared that you guys are going to lose your shit right now. So hang on to something. <laughs> and let's take it away with the Ronnie Wood. Uh, this is a, a supersized Ronnie Wood special edition lick lips, lick lips with Ronnie Wood video coming at you right now on Office Hours. Yeah, um, you know, Brian Wilson sort of proved himself to be like a really amazing composer. Yeah. And I was into chords and harmonies and stuff at that time. And we ended up, it's kind of like a rivalry. Yeah. We'd put a song out and Brian would hear it and he'd do one. <laughs> it's nice, it's like me and John. You know, you kind of <laughs> try and top each other all the time. But um, he eventually came out with this God Only Knows. That was Pet Sounds time, right? on, on Pet Sounds, yeah. Uh-oh. <laughs> oh. Oh.
Oh no! <laughs> <laughs> Madison Daly doesn't seem to have enjoyed it. No. She seems that, or did you not enjoy that, Madison Daly? What the hell? That's, how much what more can we give you? What more can we possibly give you? I, I couldn't see the video. Oh, oh. Right there. I, I had you. I had you pinned, and I just I couldn't see it. I could I could hear okay. it. Okay. I, well, it's certainly a more visual, more of a visual experience to all our listeners. I mean, we'll clip that out, okay, Matt? Ellen's yucking it up. Did Ellen? Did you see it? Were you watching on YouTube? Okay, let's get a positive review. Yeah, sorry, Madison, to call you out. I just was focused on you. Incorrectly focused on you. Who would you want to talk to? I was unmuting Ellen, but maybe she's. Oh, oh. there she is. Yeah, I loved that. That was fantastic, Ellen. Um, I, what, you're so devious, Vic, because we're, you're, you're just like you're scrolling forward and backward over this moment that really is a, a very insignificant moment. Right, right. But, but then he, he uh, does those licks a lot, though. Something's going on. There. I love Ronnie's like fully in a some kind of drug or alcohol or rock zone. Uh -huh, when he's playing, uh -huh. and then that lick starts like something's something's licking your face, and you kind of snap out of he it. He comes out of it when, when Vic licks his tongue off his mouth. Nah. <laughs> nah. <laughs> <laughs> nah. Hey, we're on fucking. That's from Saturday Night Live, actually, I think. That clip. We're on fucking TV, Mick. You fucking lick my lips. What's the matter with you? Fucking stay away. Only I lick my lips. Don't lick me anymore. <laughs> Don't come in my fucking face and lick my lips with your fucking tongue. Your cigarette breath all over my nose. He got great show. so long too yeah. until, he's, until he hey, finally. Oh, great show, great show, Ronnie. Great. Oh, that was great. This is Keith coming up to Ronnie after the show. Great show, Ronnie. <laughs> it was fucking great, man. Saturday Night Live, man. Saturday Night Live. Great playing. What's the matter, Ronnie? Fuck off. What's the matter, man? Did you see me? He come up and licked me right in the fucking mouth with his fucking gross fucking beer breath. He licked me right on the fucking mouth. And they had a fucking close-up on me. And now everyone's laughing at me. It's all right, man. It's rock and roll. It's not fucking rock and roll, man. That's not what I signed up for, Keith. You don't see Rod Stewart fucking licking my face in the fucking faces. <laughs> I'm out. I'm done. You tell me. If he licks me one more time, he's going to get it in the fucking jaw. Oh, you're going to fucking knock him the fuck out. Everybody just do now. Knock, knock. Who's there? Ronnie, it's me, Mick. <laughs> I want to apologise, all right? I thought you'd be into it. I thought it was just a nice, playful moment with the two of us. <laughs> but don't do it again. <laughs> all right. <laughs> do a cartoon that's just uh, all these rock stories of these guys. Maybe Mick is, is jealous because he doesn't have a guitar. He can't do licks. He's, yeah, right, right. So he's like, I got to get my licks, licks in. I'll do me, I got to get me licks in somehow. <laughs> okay. You're sulking over there, Ronnie. What happened? <laughs> right, uh, Charlie Watts. You're sulking over there, Ronnie. What happened? You had a bad show. Out of tune. 
<laughs> Couldn't hear yourself in the monitors? <laughs> no, fuck off. <laughs> Mick licked me again. <laughs> licked me right in the fucking nose. His fucking tongue went up me nostril. Maybe he's trying to get some of that cocaine. <laughs> he's coming up there like a hummingbird. <laughs> oh, dear. All right. One more Zoomer, and then we will move things over to the after hours extravaganza. Nobody's going nowhere. I accidentally cut off Ellen. Ellen oh, well, back. Ellen, anything else? What's the thing that you loved but no longer love? Well, I'll tell you that, and then I have a question for you guys. Okay. The thing I loved that I, well, I don't know if I no longer love it, but I used to watch this movie called Little Monsters hmm. starring yeah. Howie Mandel as this like punk rock teen <clears throat> monster. And I had a huge crush on him and I thought he was like so hot. And then later. <laughs> you thought Howie Mandel was hot? <laughs> outside, of the, outside of the like blue monster, punk monster makeup. And it was. Yeah, Do you want to tell uh, Ellen about your Howie Mandel encounter, Vic? Oh, yeah. He was at the, the APSO studios one time. I don't know if it was before or after Office Hours or something. And I just didn't, you know, I don't meet a lot of celebs. But then I, I went up to him to shake his hand or whatever. And then he's like, oh, whoa, no, 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 no. And then I right, realized he's the, it was like this, like, the, you know, does the fist bump thing. Yeah. I'm, I'm sure that happens to him a lot, I would assume, but I don't know. Certainly it was, now it's it was all, be more it was very he's like now. You're right, yeah. But what did, what did you say to him then? Oh, and then, and then I said... Thank, thank you, Mr. Mandel, for Little Monsters. I watch it with my kids. Mm. So I, I thank it's him for that. It's a great movie, but it, like looking back on it, there's some stuff in it that there's no reason for it to be in there. Like he makes a kid drink his piss. Remember that? <laughs> oh, really? It's disgusting. Yeah, it's disgusting. Mm. Completely unnecessary to be in there. But at least the kid's the bully, and you know. And and it's other thing is where he fills his, his apple juice jar with piss, and he and the kid gets it the next day at lunch, and the kid sips it. Immediately knows it's piss. It goes, somebody put piss in my apple juice. Like, how does he know that it's piss? Anyway, pointless. Ellen, what was your question aside from the question of the day? Well, I'm writing an article about puns and drug culture. For what? Pun I'm monthly? <laughs> Puntly? Wait, puns Puntly. and drug culture? Pun. Puntly. Yeah, the overlap where the Venn diagram overlap. Did you guys get that new the new issue of Puntly? <laughs> So sorry, who are you writing this for? Um, I'm writing for a magazine that I work for called Broccoli, which is about weed. It's called Broccoli? <clears throat> mm -hmm. And it's about weed? Mm -hmm. It's sort of like high... So High Times has a competitor in the, uh, the, the magazine, the periodicals that deal with uh, cannabis? Yeah, we're a High Times competitor. Nice. Is it more, what, what is, how do you distinguish yourself from the High Times? Just better. Just better. Can you send us a free subscription? Yeah, absolutely. 20. Matt? Yeah. Make sure that happens. DM <laughs> Is it a monthly periodical? No, it's three times a year. Okay. What that's that's a weird Smoke number. Weed. It's called broccoli, is that right? Broccoli. What does that what does that refer to? I'm not up that's on a, my that's drugs. a slang that like a, that's a slang for, for weed for the because it wrap circles, like, I believe. Okay, okay. Is it a, do you have an online presence? Well, it's a print magazine. We have an Instagram. Okay. No oh, website. Oh, yeah, we have a website too, broccolimag.com. Right. Broccolimag.com. Broccolimag.com. Okay, so you're right. You've been tasked with, or is this an article you're pitching about Go on puns? And buy it. I pitched it. I'm a pun enthusiast. Good. Well, then it makes sense that you're a fan of this show. Absolutely. And I was just listening back to the pandemic episode. 
And I wanted to just come to the experts and ask you guys to expound a little on the art of punning. Well, and I don't know if I should say no more, you know? I get no respect for my puns, so I don't know if I'm wanted in this community anymore. I'm sorry. Doug. I well, delivered I ruby jewelry on me, and I got crickets, and I think I'm done. It's one other fail, another chalk it up to another major failure in my life. Even though Rudy jewelry on ruby jewelry on me is a beautiful thing, it gets no respect here. And I'm gonna take I'm sorry, my uh, what's it? Puns. Take my treats and go home. What my is it? Ball. Take my ball. I will and go say home. the fa the fans have brought up ruby jewelry on me many times. Doug is the best of They've not brought up any of the winners. <laughs> Doug interesting, the best isn't that interesting? Doug is the best stick. of puns. Doug is the best of but, puns. So you want? Doug is the best of puns. Doug is the best of puns. <laughs> Doug is the best of puns. <laughs> is that Rogan? What is so you're looking for weed gen no. weed weed puns? I mean, I'll, I'll take I'll take any weed puns, but I wanted to know if you guys have any deep thoughts about what like makes why is a it good disrespected pun. too? You know, wait, what's the real question? Just general thoughts about puns? She wants you to write her no, article what, for her. What, what separates the the ruby jewelry on me level quality puns from the real groaners? What makes a good pun? Well, I don't know anything about that, but I'll tell you what, if you are going to see a best picture movie from the past few years, check out Parasite and make sure you do it after smoking a bong John who. <laughs> what? <laughs> bong John Bong 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 Joon Ho. That's the M gives it a four. It's just if it makes you laugh, it's good. If if you see it coming, it's not gonna work. Yeah. I think that's it's it's the most basic, like, easy laugh. I mean, right? It's not, though. You know, I mean, they're not all good. <clears throat> well, you know, the good. one thing I always say is if you're going to go away for a while and you plan to play soccer or or anything <laughs> like that, what I suggest is you pack a bowl. Pack a bowl. <laughs> pack a bowl. A bowl. My husband right, Doug? over here. <laughs> You enjoy that? Wait, who's oh, that over there? Mikey? Is that Mikey Campman over there? Is he? Mikey, get over here. What's up, guys? Oh. <laughs> what the yeah. heck's going on with that hair? Yeah. How what are you, I Darren Dalton? It's Yahoo Serious. Mia, Ma Mia Mayo. All right. It is 11.50. We have to wrap things up right now. Thank you so much for listening to Office Hours Live. One more time. Couple things to get through real quick. First of all, the after hours begins any minute now over in the patreon.com slash office hours live. That'll be starting on, uh, will be no technical difficulties there, we hope. Um, this Sunday, join me, Greg Turkington, Eric Natornicola, and our producer, Andrew Porter. Andrew Porter. <laughs> I was going to say Portner. Portner. Uh, for 